Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to Field of Geeks episode 157. I'm Josh. <laughs> Ladies first. Sorry, I'm so used to Mitch going. Let's start over. I'm Megan. Hi, I'm Steve. <laughs> How you guys doing? I'm good. Good. Aside from the worst intro ever, pretty good. Well, yeah. I'm so used to Mitch going first. Usually I always go last. Well, I, I can either fix it or keep it in. It was kind of funny. It's kind of funny. I like it. <laughs> Just dead silence. We'll, we'll put some applause in there, you know? Like, there's a build-up. Like, ooh, who else is on the show? Right. <laughs> Bachelor like, oh, number two. Technical error. Oh, no, there's not. Surprise <laughs> guess. It's all us. Yes. So, yeah, I... Uh, you know, we're gathering a lot of info for the show last night. Uh, you know, kind of wait to the last minute. It's a bad habit. But yeah, I was uh, in the mode of looking at all the DC fandom, which we're going to be covering a lot of today. And unfortunately, what popped through the news feed was uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Uh, super shocking. I just, I, I hoped it was fake. You know, I think everyone's just, you know, in shock right now and yeah, I just, I, my first source that I saw it on was a legit outlet. And I was like, it's just shocking. You know, mm. it's just tragic. I had no idea that he was sick. I didn't either. That's the first I'd heard of it. Well, there there was rumors something was going on. And to me, he looked like he was getting thinner. You know, he didn't look well. And I had no idea it was that bad. I, I just, uh, I don't know what I thought it could be. But, you know, maybe being overworked or... Who knows? Yeah, he was battling colon cancer for four years. Um, he wow. got diagnosed pretty much at the start of his Black Panther reign, you know. So that whole time he was battling that while, you know, everyone was just getting excited and into the character he was playing. Uh, you know, it's just a tremendous talent he was. He, You know, he played uh, Jackie Robinson before all this in 42. He started making a pretty good name for himself but of course once he joined the marvel universe it really amped things up yeah he was only 43 very young he had a hell of a career black panther that transcended the screen you know it it means more than just you know a movie like it's just kind of like a it's a symbol it's just it just means so much to so many people great uh, source of representation you know of course i don't think black panther 2 is happening yet so it's, uh, you know, I hate to think about what Marvel's going to do next, but, you know, it, it almost makes you wonder, like, should they, you know, should they just pass the torch? Because his sisters liked a lot, that character. It's it's just everything's being processed, you know. it's I'm sure Marvel mm-hmm. knew about his illness and everything, but, yeah, w- when did you guys first um, come to know of him? Like, was it through the Marvel movies or was it through his other works? Uh, I only knew him through his uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him before that. Yeah, I mean, same. And then, you know, after seeing him in Black Panther, you know, it's like, well, clearly this guy's, he is a legit actor, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then I saw some of his other stuff and 
he's he's unreal he was great yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah he yeah he played so many icons uh like i said jackie robinson james brown they're good marshall just makes me want to watch these other films I, i've seen 42 great performance and that really started you know i think that might have helped marvel discover him in a way think about him for the part mm-hmm. thank goodness he got to um I think Black Panther was something he really wanted to do, you know, that movie. And it got made and became a huge success. And like I said, transcended the big screen. But yeah, his first appearance as Black Panther was in Civil War, which was in 2016. And that's when that's the year he got diagnosed. So like I said, he pretty much was battling this the whole whole run of his character, T'Challa. And he also appeared in, of course, Black Panther itself, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. He hosted SNL once. I don't know if you caught that, but he was really funny. He played T'Challa on Black Jeopardy. And uh, <laughs> check it out. It's out there on YouTube, of course. But yeah, super, super I remember talented. seeing yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, he was. it was really funny. And uh, he's got a couple projects coming out still. One is What If? It's that animated Disney Plus series that, it hasn't premiered yet, but it basically takes your Marvel heroes and reimagines them into different situations. Like, like uh, for instance, Peggy Carter as Captain America. That's That was the first tease they did. I don't think any of those have come out yet, so he's got that at least voiced and everything. So you'll still you'll get to see him one more time as T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther. But yeah, uh, it's just uh, tragic news. You know, it's, um, you know, like I said... People are going to talk recasting or just kind of passing the torch to a different character. It's like a Heath Ledger type of situation, you know? It's like, I I don't know what they're... Thankfully, I guess with COVID, they have a lot of time to figure out how they're going to deal with it, you know? It would be a great tribute, though, if they just passed it on to a different character. But who knows? I think T'Challa himself, in the movies anyway, has a lot more story um, they want to explore. So you don't want to think about that, but... You know, you wonder, like, if maybe he spoke with them before all this because he, he probably knew it was it was coming and maybe he gave them the OK or if they even cared to ask. I don't know. But, yeah, it's just it's just a lot. It's just shocking overall. It's just shocking and covered a lot of ground in his career. That's one of those once in a generational type films that, you know, transcended a lot. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was spearhead. Big R.I.P. there. In my culture. Dead. It's not the end. It's more of a stepping off point. DC fandom event happened last week, which was uh, basically a Comic-Con-like event that DC put on. It was free, and it had 22 million views, so it was a big success. I don't know if you guys watched it live or not. I did not get to. Yeah, I tried to. I watched some of it live. I watched, yeah, I was going to say, I watched bits, bits and pieces of it live, and then I went back and YouTubed sure. a good chunk of it. Yeah, they did an encore presentation that was great, and I think YouTube had some, uh, I think YouTube actually s- screened it too, except they couldn't really show everything because copyright infringement, <laughs> so that's what I was watching, and I was like, why can't I hear the rest of this trailer? What's going on? This is stupid. Right, what the hell? Yeah, I was like, oh, I have to go to the website. Forgive me. So I'll do that next time. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is cool. This is like one of two events. They have the second uh, one coming September 12th. 
hopefully we'll get a, you know, spoiler, we didn't get a Henry Cavill reveal of Superman films to come, or hopefully the next one, maybe we'll get that. I think that would be, um, you know, Ben Affleck's coming back, so I would think Henry Cavill's definitely got to come back too. It just seems like a given. I would hope so. I mean, I know everyone on this call is happy about Ben Affleck being back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting there. She's getting there. I don't know. I no. don't know. Joey's got some more work to do on me before I fully accept him as, as Batman. <laughs> That's an episode itself. Make a lot of people mad. Uh, honey, uh, you just Batman versus Superman warehouse scene. How can you not? Yes. I mean, I can't just like a character based off of one decent scene. I get it. I I do. I get it. It's just I I can watch that once a week. Anytime I have to verbally assault somebody at work i uh watched that scene beforehand the only reason why aquaman won me back was uh well was through the movie aquaman but otherwise in justice league he was fucking terrible excuse my language but we all know that he was so i'm hoping the snyder cut will redeem some of that because you're right yeah it might not be the greatest movie ever made but i think it's going to be so much better than what we got you know and i'll Mm -hmm. take that I'll take that and appreciate it because I do like what Snyder's done. Yes, BVS was, I don't know, I think it was too complex, you know, in some spots. The extended cut definitely is much better. And Steve, you did see that finally, right? And thought it was better as well. Actually, yeah, I've seen an extended cut now a couple times and I enjoy it immensely. Yeah, it could be four hours long. A little bit on, um, you know, Eisenberg's character as well. Well, is that is that because you met him? It's not. It's actually because <laughs> it was funny too. Because like two weeks before, I had watched it, and I'm like, you know, he's way more tolerable with those extra scenes. Yes, you know, some of it just made better sense, and sure, um, meeting him didn't hurt, obviously. But how that happened? Were you like at an event of hating him, and he just walked by and? No, so he... Um... <laughs> Sorry, are you at an event of hating him? Yeah, they host events for... Steve had a t-shirt with of... his face on with the X's on the eyes. Right. Right, yeah, and he wanted to challenge me. No. Um, <laughs> no, he was... Uh, I, I was out of town visiting a friend, and he uh, and his wife volunteer at, like, these women's shelters. Um, Good on him. And so he was in that. He was in Bloomington, Indiana, and I... Boom. Ran into him and got to meet him. That's crazy. He tracked you down, I bet. He was like, I got to find all the ones who... He's been following me for weeks. Like, I want to change the minds of these critics. One by one. He's not single. He's married. (laughs) Sorry, Megan. (laughs) Right. I'm also married, but I mean, it's fine. Right. Yeah. 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 The director's cut, definitely. The extended cut, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. You needed those extra scenes, really. I think that's what was missing. And so, yeah, I definitely appreciate that cut more and flushed it out better. Yeah, of course, of course. This guy's probably fought hundreds of thousands of other super beings on the other planets he's destroyed, right? And we have to assume he's won. I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells. He's never fought us. Not us united. Since we're talking about the Snyder Cut, we can begin with that. You know, we got the got the trailer and there was a panel, of course, with each of these um News events, news items. Yeah, HBO Max 2021, four parts, one hour each. What did you guys think of the trailer? Loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Did it excite you at all? No. He's going to punch you in the face. I know. I know he is. Where's Joey? He's Just wait till we get in person. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, but I, I would think it would excite more people unless, you know, of course, the haters are always, always going to bitch. They've already, they're already bitching about the Hallelujah song being thrown in there, which I it had more meaning than just a song. I liked it. I mean, they they went right right out of the bat with uh, Dark Side showing him. Uh, were you impressed with how he looked, Steve? Yeah, very much so. It looked sweet. Steve would just love everything. I'm such a critic, and Steve would just love everything. That's why. And, you know, honestly, I don't. That's the funny part is that, <laughs> you know, like me and Josh were talking about uh, the new Star Trek show, and you know, after the first episode, I sent him a message saying, "Not a fan." You know, I was just, yeah. but. And so you know, I'm not I'm not 100 on board everything. No, 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 and that's you're that's... a big Trekkie fan too, so that's shocking. Exactly. So, and <laughs> and here's the thing though too is that I I'm a fan of the darker stuff. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the Snyder verse is obviously a little bit darker than yeah than anything else. And and so as a result, you know, I'm I'm on board, but you know, not everybody is, and that's that's okay. Yeah, totally fine. Yeah, I just I'm glad he gets to kind of finish his vision, unless he's uh, going to do more, which I'm I'm for either way. Like I, I love the designs his movies have in them; they really give you like a a real world feeling. Like this whole Superman design of the suit and everything, like all the mythology with Krypton, and I love the the Batman suit. It's like the best one I think in in the theater. I just, I like that gray and black, you know, and yeah, he's a brawler, you know, like you talk about the warehouse scene, you know, and when Warner Brothers first asked if, uh, if they could do it for two hours, like when he was attached to the project originally, he thought it was a joke. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what the hell? And it, you know, it really was too, it was really short. If you go and look back, it, it is kind of, it's, it's hard to watch now to me. I, I did watch it because it is on HBO max. The Snyder Cut looks amazing. It, it shows a lot of deleted scenes, of course. But yeah, Dark Side Wrath, the bat, looks great. Glowing eyes, just looks very powerful. More of that nightmare scene. Like, that scared me in BVS. Like, that was, that's what Justice League was missing. It didn't feel like the threat was, you know, that threatening, to be honest, you know. just Yeah, exactly. Stephen Wolf just kind of looked human, you know. He wasn't... Uh, he wasn't what he looks like now in the Snyder Cut, which looks amazing, I think. Like, you, he, he actually looks alien, you know? It's not not just this dude who's got blue skin or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> like I said, more nightmare scenes. I don't know if you caught the debris, but the Justice League uh, sign was in the debris, and I guess a Joker card flashed by the screen. Yeah, saw and, that. And the Parademons, they actually look scary again. They kind of made them goofy in... Uh, the weed in Justice League, and it is the yeah, weed in Justice like the League. Wizard of Oz flying monkeys. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's lots of um, lots of cool scenes. Cyborg, you can tell he's going to be the heart of the film, which that was the original idea. Really cool shots of him playing football, and you know, there's more anger. Like he is really, he's a character that suffered so much, you know, and they just give it away. His father dying looks like, so it won't be a surprise. Um, He's like sealed, right. sealed in a vault or something with the mother box, and the that beam goes in and penetrates and explodes. Or yeah, it's just a tragic figure. He's just had a lot of loss, and yeah, there's gonna be so many cool scenes. Uh, just the trailer alone, I, I'm like, that's better than the movie. 
you know? Yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, I thought it was just right. And you get to see more of the flash, uh, Iris West. He's rescues her from that car accident. There's speed force. Looks like that's, um, that's in there too, which kind of sets up his own film, which we'll get into. Right. You could definitely tell Snyder had a bigger vision than what we got. It's just shocking how WB thought the way they went was better than this. You know, And he's had the benefit of some time, too. So, I mean. True, true. You know, so it's not that he's necessarily changing a lot of things in retrospect. But, yep. you know, with that benefit of time, you get the opportunity to say, all right, well, this maybe wasn't reacted to the best. How would I have changed it again? You know, right, so, right. He's got more time to craft it than he, he did yeah. back then. And Which, you know what? Fine. Yeah, it would have probably been impossible because uh, they would have had to wait for him to, you know, not say he got over it, but his his daughter committed suicide during that time, and just a bad it's just a bad time in general. So I think this is kind of just like uh, just a nice culmination piece of his vision that he finally got to um, you know heal his mind and his heart after all these years and revisit it and get the opportunity you know with uh, releasing it. I think. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. I really do. And I know a lot of us question if it ever happened or if it was really true, you know? Right. But I'm I'm thankful that we're finally finally going to get a Justice League movie that's worth worthy of being called the Justice League cuz I mean that was just that's just crazy how that that's a bigger seller in the comics than the Avengers at least before the Avengers movies, correct? Yep. So it's like that should be the movie people want to see and it just there's just so much bad press about it, but yeah, this looks amazing. I think it's going to be great. I'm not saying it's going to be fantastic. And if it's not fantastic, that's fine. I think it's just going to be better than what we got. And it sets up so much more that, of course, DC's going all in now. So they have the right leadership, it seems. The other takeaway I had was I love that scene where Batman was absorbing those blasts with his gauntlet of the parademon yeah. shooting him. That was pretty badass, I thought. Almost wasn't enough for me, mm-hmm. but... Um... You know, like where the Wonder Woman 84 trailer was a lot. Yes. Felt more fleshed out. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. This was way more teasy, which I get. Right. And it's fine. It'd be great if we have Joey on here soon because he actually was present when Snyder announced this was going to happen. He was on like a Zoom meeting with him, with other people, of course. And I'd love to get him on here to talk about it. Everyone out there listening, uh, flood, flood, the, uh, flood the page with requests to bring Joey back on. <laughs> they couldn't have picked a bigger a bigger fan to to be a part of that though. If you think about it, Joey's such a oh yeah, such a diehard, charismatic. I'm trying to find good words to describe <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> what he is. Well, thankfully he doesn't listen, so that's good. That's good. Passionate. There you go. There you go. Passionate, passionate. Passionate. There you go. That's a good word. He was excited though. I mean, it's captured in that. Uh, if you watch that. That announcement trailer you can see him and he's just giddy as a as he was when i knew him as a kid you know it's just like there's there's the joey i know under all that nice. uh <laughs> that rock <laughs> underneath <laughs> the hipster yes there you go the hipster <laughs> citizens of the world i'm here to change your life anything you want Anything you dream of, you can have it. You look like you saw a ghost. Diana, look at you. It's like not one day has passed. Uh, Yeah, Wonder Woman 1984. That was a hell of a trailer. 
revealed a lot. What are the takeaways from that you guys can think of? I have a list here, of course, but for me, basically, it was just it was nice to see the cheetah in mm-hmm. kind of full cheetah outfit, and I felt like I saw more of Kristen Wiig's character in right. there to kind of uh, buy into it a little bit more. Not that I wasn't before; it's just that. You know, it wasn't just that much fleshed out in the initial trailer. Sure. Um, yeah, they were just being hush-hush she, about it. Yeah. yeah, they were pretty hush-hush. And sometimes I'm not the biggest Kristen Wiig fan. Yeah. I'm not But either, sometimes so I think be, she's great. Yeah, right. yeah I was going to say it's going to be interesting to see her as, as this character. I'm not a big fan. I think she's, she's going to pull it off because comedians tend to be really good dramatic actors. I don't know. It just seems that way, but she seems like she'll pull it off just fine. I don't know if she'll have some of her isms in there, you know, of uh, being funny or saying, oh, God. Well, she's kind of absurd, you know, and improv, things like that. Right. You know? And you know, her humor is absurdist, which is fine. Yeah. I, I just, you know, as long as it's not too overscored in this movie, then sure. great. But uh, takes you out of the character. Yeah. It's kind of like when Ryan Reynolds plays somebody other you than know, Deadpool. And that's what was, that was a concern with Michael Keaton and going in as Batman. And, and now right. look, you know, everybody right. loved the guy. So yeah, they love him so much. He's coming back. He's coming back. But yeah, right. um, Cheetah, I think she looks pretty good. I, I think the CG could be a little bit better, but I do like there's phases of her transformation. You know, she probably wants more, more power. And she really has it out for Wonder Woman. She's just envious of, what she's gotten in life and i do like the line she wants to be an apex predator and she's just obsessed with that and uh yeah maxwell lord you know he's from the presidential podium looks like he's broadcasting his power you know letting everyone have what they want which that explains so much why steve trevor's coming back i think it's pretty genius really because a lot of people are like how are you gonna bring him back you know and it seems to be the only yeah that was my thought the whole time and yeah this really fleshes that out Sure, and man, he steals the show. I mean, he's he's great, Chris Pine. He really embodies that character pretty damn well. He just has fun with it. You can tell, you know, and um, he's got good charisma. He does, he does. And I was totally devastated and shocked when he died in the first one because that's that's a character that lives on in the comics. Right. That was kind of cut short there, and a lot of people were like, "Well, maybe it's a relative or something." You know, it's still there's still a lot of uh, mystery, which is fine. It's what you want in the film, but I, I love how he. They get in the plane in one scene, and he's like, they'll never find us. And she's like, I forgot to tell you about radar. <laughs> so, right. like, he's just trying to learn the modern uh, era of technology and stuff and talking about parachute pants. Uh, people parachute now or <laughs> things like that. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, rock, rocking the fanny pack. Pedro Pascal, he's, I think he's going to be great as uh, Maxwell Lord. Are you excited to see Maxwell Lord finally in uh, um, a movie, Steve? I am. I mean, I've been reading the character ever since he debuted in the comics. So, sure. uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see how they portray him. Is he a Wonder Woman villain or is he more of a villain of the Justice League? He's more Justice League mm-hmm. oriented. And for the longest time, I mean, he was a good guy. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they all play it out. Sure. Of course. I love the 80s. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw out here. The I know. I know. And they, mm-hmm. they seem to be capturing it pretty well. I, I like the. I think so. I like the soundtrack. Like, that's oh, cool. Yeah. Like, just everything is. Yeah, they're really. The costumes and everything, the ridiculousness of it. And. Uh, killing it. I like the Coliseum. And the shopping mall piece. I want to see that. That's oh, that looks good, doesn't it? Point out so much ridiculousness. It's like music stores that. God, like that 
that existed in my lifetime. Well, yeah, obviously all of it did, but like when it came of age, yeah, still had music stores. Even my lifetime. It's depressing how what the mall's Even been going lifetime. for. <laughs> hey, I'm not that much older or younger <laughs> than Josh, so it's fine. <laughs> I like how you didn't say me. <laughs> well, I can't. I mean, you're just decades above me. I can't. There you go. <laughs> Jeez. Not all of us lived through the Second World War, Steve. Oh. (laughs) Well, she said second. I was there when Steve Trevor died. There you go. He fought with him. I love the Coliseum on Thermoscara. That that was pretty cool. It looks like another flashback scene (laughs) with uh, Diana trying to train. Yeah. I mean, I guess we didn't see all the islands, so there's so much more they can explore, which is great. Just kind of world building. You know, I think that's great. Um the Golden Age armor, that's pretty cool. I, I'm digging that. We've seen that for a while now. But, yeah, I guess that came out in the 90s, I believe, in the comics. And uh, Yeah. Was it Palace gifted to Diana? She's like some kind of Thermoscara god or something. I don't know if you recall, but that's what I... I don't recall. That's what I looked up here. I don't know much about the character or if they will have that character in the movie. Uh, I guess she used that armor to fight Superman and, of course, some other villains. But, yeah, it's pure gold gives her more protection against explosions, gunfire, electricity, energy, and it's got a retractable faceplate in the helmet. I don't know if that'll actually be in the movie, but yeah, I I take it that Cheetah, she needs a little extra help to defeat her. So that's right. like her, is that like her number one uh, villain? She, she battles? It was a, in, the, in the back in the day for a long time, yes. Okay, yeah. Which is yeah, that's great, and I I hope uh, I think it looks decent. What do you do you uh, you kind of nervous about the CG look, or do you think it's good? Um, I'm not because I think that whatever is not done yet or they're doing in post sure. will end up looking pretty good. Right, it's a darker scene, so it's not like they can't really be very colorful. Right. Yeah, it looks looks pretty good. I think uh, I think it'll be good. I just don't know when the hell we'll see it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all these projects, exactly. it sucks because we would have gotten it by now. They are going to have it in theaters, so it's just going to be it's going to be a while, long wait. Were they thinking October? Or did I misread that? I think right now it's October. They're shooting for, yeah. but I don't know if that's going to happen. Unfortunately, I just I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I know it sucks. I really, really want to see it. They'll make the right call, I think, because they want to get the most money out of things. That's kind of the problem when you do all these superhero movies is like, well, do we just flood the cinemas once they're open with all of them back to back? That's going to affect how they, you know, make their money and stuff. Or do we, you know, spread it out? But then that means other projects have to be spread out, too. So it's just kind of like a, you know, an endless problem, really. But at least that one's in the bag, you know, it's just a matter of time. So the hell are you supposed to be? The Batman, however, that's only 25% done. So, yeah, we can talk about I know. Yeah. Which, yeah, what were your first impressions of that trailer? I loved it. Did you? I think I respected it more having listened to them talk about where it's taking place and what year of his life he's in and where they came up with the idea for his armor. I mean, I know this is stuff that's been talked about before, but just to kind of hear it come from... Sure. Um, from him and then being able to see that trailer and just understanding where everything's starting. I think I respected it so much more. Yeah, I think it's like year two 
of his yeah. outing yep. as Batman. Exactly, right. Which is cool because we a lot of people are familiar with year one. You know, this kind of just gives them a little more uh, availability to change things and not piss people off. You know, they're going to piss people off either way, let's face it. But that intro, that duct tape, man, that was really cryptic and just creepy, you know. <laughs> and I think that's Riddler doing that. I don't know if they've confirmed that or not, but yeah, definitely not going to be Frank Gorshin's Riddler, so or Jim Carrey's. Thank God, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a modern take on the Riddler, looks like, and he's got that dude all taped up with uh, no more lies written on his face, and the whole crime scene. They're playing Nirvana, I think. That's the music. It's crazy to see Batman finally in the same room with cops. I know he was in the same room in Dark Knight, but there's like a bunch of cops in this one. And it's mm-hmm. like they're just accepting him. Like, yeah, you're you're part of the boys. Come on in. Like, we're just gonna, we're gonna look at you, but we're not gonna do anything to you. <laughs> you know, it's just that's how it was in the comics, you know. So I mean, it's uh, sure. I'm interested in see you. I mean, because Riddler's one of those that yeah, it's like the Fantastic Four. I mean, mm-hmm. how can you really do a good Riddler on screen? Sure, and not make it like make the it Joker too much. And, yeah, right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it, but. Uh, you know, when he's just beating the crap out of those guys. Oh, my God. That was amazing. And then I like how they changed it. It wasn't all of them was pretty much said, I'm Batman. He just says, I'm vengeance. Like, that was right. a really yeah, cool line. Cool. God, he beat the shit out of that guy. Jesus. And they're like Joker looking dudes. So I'm like, is it, are they is one of them in there a Joker or is that something different? Like, I'm really anxious to to find that out. You know, everyone goes to Joker, right? You know, like. So I don't know right. if they'll shy away from that or not, but they definitely look like followers of Joker, let's say. And who knows, maybe, I don't think so, but there is rumor that uh, maybe Walking Phoenix Joker could be in this world. Would you be for that or against it if it was true? I'd be for it. Yeah. They've already tackled the beginning there. What about you, Megan? What, what do you think about that? Or do you think there should be a different I mean, Joker? I it's so far-fetched yeah. that I would be for it. I would be so for it. I mean, but it's the same just, time period, isn't it? Like, I think it takes place in the 80s. Or maybe it takes place in the 90s, I'm sorry. I think it's in the 90s. But the well, Joker... I mean, he sees young Bruce in the Joker movie, you know? So, right. I mean... True, true. It's going to be placed out of time a little bit, but I do like the possibilities of that universe. So, I mean, yeah, you know, realistic or not, I mean, yeah, it would be cool, but... Yeah, it's, it's kind of a challenge Warner Brothers has take, taken on, you know? They have movies that are connected... And ones that are standalones. So I know the the right. Reeves Reeves is going to be a trilogy, and they have a they have a spinoff show in the works. I think it's Gotham PD. Who knows if that's just going to be its own thing or not? But yeah, it, I'm sure it's tempting though. It's like we've already kind of laid the, you know, we've laid the the tracks for Joker, and we could just easily connect it to this. They could be in the same world, but I don't know if that's what they probably won't do. That I I don't think they should. It wouldn't be terrible though. Gordon, played by Jeffrey Wright, I think he's killing it. He's great in everything he does. Yeah, he looks like Gordon. I don't have a problem with him not being a white dude. You know, it it, it works. It's just fine. It's yeah. I yeah, think, it doesn't matter. It's, think, you think, know, how are they going? How's the story? That's sure, like sure, about. exactly. And the casting, the casting's what matters. You know, it's just the talent. Just give us the talent. It looks great, and uh, Riddler's all over this movie. A bunch of clues and. I like the rocking the raccoon eyes. They never show that in the other Batman films. It's always assumed that he removes his mask and there's no makeup or anything, you know. Not this one. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. 
Didn't see Alfred, but you heard Alfred. Uh, Andy Serkis, who's playing Alfred. I think it's going to be another great performance. What did you guys think about Rob's Batman voice? I mean, you didn't hear much of it, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, what I heard I liked because it wasn't too overmodulated or anything weird. Right, or Clint Eastwood like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't hear enough of it to, to form an opinion, but I doesn't. We have to remember that he's he's younger Batman yeah. too. So. Well, his voice wasn't cracking, so that's good. I'm like, oh, I'm vengeance. Oh. <laughs> I'm still in school. Catwoman looks great. Zoe Kravitz playing her. You know, you don't really see too much of her, but it looks like she has a helmet. It's got small ears. So that's cool. That's a, it looks like an Arkham look. Like a lot of this is inspired by the Arkham look. I think the suit, it's very armored up. I do like the symbol. And one scene he takes a bullet looks like, so he can take a bullet. And I've heard he might get another suit in the movie. Uh, what'd you guys think about the car? You know, it's a beefed up, uh, I don't know what the hell it is, a challenger or something. Yeah, I liked it, especially for a year two type. Right. It's just beginning. Yeah, I think it's what people need to yeah. remember. The biggest shock was Colin Farrell. Did you recognize him? No. I did not at all. Dude, the penguin. Man, that guy, I thought that was just an actor. <laughs> I'm like, that's Colin Farrell? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, hell of a job on the makeup. Man, he's just like embodies a whole new dude. It's nuts. I like how they have that joke going around. Even Mitch shared it with us. You know, there's plenty of other actors that look like that you could have used. <laughs> Farrell, it's all the eyes, right? I mean, I think he can he can be very menacing. Even if, you know, Daredevil wasn't, I guess, considered great. But some of what he did in there, his bullseye was pretty damn good. And I thought, you know, just the just to look anyway, like you didn't want to mess with him. So I think that conveys well with this, this penguin. Peng- I was... Uh- this year, this many years old when you when I just discovered that that was Colin for I had no idea until just now. Oh, yeah, wow. I didn't know either. I, I like because he looks like that other guy, That's Richard great, Kind. Though. Yeah, Richard Kind. Yeah, That's who he looks like. <laughs> He's a stunt double. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna downgrade you, Richard. I know you've been in the business for forty years, but sorry, we gotta. It's Colin Farrell, yeah. man. It's Colin Farrell. But I do like how he's enjoying the chase. You know, it looks like Batman's chasing him. He's like. This guy's crazy. Like, he really seems to be not as a chicken shit, I think, as Penguin is known for. It, correct me if I'm wrong, though. I'm, I'm just re- referring to what I've seen from, like, Batman 66 and maybe some of the cartoons and stuff. But uh, is he kind of a chicken in the comics, or is he is he pretty brave to take on Batman? Well, it's not that he's a chicken, per se. It's just that he is smart, and he knows his physical limitations in comparison. Sure. You know, to a guy like a Batman. So, I mean, he might come across that way, but, you know, they've really done a nice job in recent years in the comics, you know, portraying him more as a, you know, like awesome mobster type as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, some ridiculous villain type. He's kind of like an evil Bruce Wayne, right? Sort of. He's got money. A but little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I like, I like uh, that interpretation of the character anyway. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then, yeah, Bruce Wayne, you know, he's, He's got the long, longer hair. I mean, just I think it's for a youthful appearance, of course. A lot of people are making uh, crazy comparisons to Chris Gaines. Do you guys remember who Chris Gaines was? Steve will probably remember. I don't know if you will, Megan, but remember Garth Brooks was trying I something remember, new. But I'm also a World War II vet. Of course, so. of course. Well, thank you for your service. <laughs> really appreciate it. Here's our Chris Gaines album for you for your troubles. Do you you remember Chris Gaines? Don't you? I do. <laughs> Did you? Were you a fan? <laughs> It's okay yeah, if you I were. liked uh, Benny Goodman more. 
<laughs> and Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk. And Stephen Foster. There you go. I don't know who the hell any of these people are. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I but... know you don't. I, I, I just call me great, great granddaddy. Great daddy. Great daddy. The godfather. Great, great daddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging the movie. I think it looks great, especially for, you know, like I said, yeah. 25% of it's done. That's it. So there's a lot more they're going to be doing. Other quick things that happened at DC Fandom, Black Adam. They're finally doing the movie. You know, I know The Rock's been talking about that for years. It's finally going to happen, and it looks like it's going to involve the uh, Justice Society of America, Dr. Fate, Cyclone Hawkman, and Atom Smasher. I'm sure you're more familiar with that than I am, Steve, but is that, does that excite you to have that in the in the film? It really does, yeah. I mean, it's just, just to see those characters. And are you a Black Adam sweet. fan, too? Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, you know, just one of the coolest villains around back in the day. Sure. Well, it's good. Very stoic, very regal, very powerful. Um, yeah, it's gonna be pretty sweet. I guess in this, I don't know if this is if it matches what has already been said about the character, but their interpretation anyway is, I guess he's an ancient Egyptian slave who gets powers and then they're taken away at some point, and then like five thousand years later he awakes, probably from the events of Shazam. Maybe uh, does that sound familiar or is that different? Yeah, it, it sounds pretty familiar to okay, me. Okay, good. So they're not they're not totally making it their own they're, they're staying pretty close to the Good. origins yeah well i applaud the rock you know like for years he was like i'm gonna be black adam trust me and people were like yeah i don't think it's gonna happen and finally <laughs> is he looks like he's the best choice for that given some of this artwork i'm looking at here yeah yeah I mean, he's gonna kill it makes i couldn't have you couldn't have picked a more similar looking individual yeah, yeah it's gonna be i wonder if uh zachary levi will up his uh workout regimen just try to match him <laughs> he'll have to <laughs> he'll have to i know he does work out but yeah they did pat the the suit a lot that's only probably bad thing i didn't like about his shazam but i other than that i thought he did a great job and you know of course they announced the sequel title for his film shazam fury of the gods so you'll have the marvel family back which that was awesome you know at the end of shazam to have all those kids become powerful that too was- one of the most unexpectedly fun films I'd seen. Yeah, oh, good. I agree. Well, we all saw it together. That was really that was a treat, and yeah, it was a, it was a good time. It was a good movie to take your kids to, and yeah, it was done very well. And I am just happy. Uh, you know, I think DC's making Marvel makes good films. Don't get me wrong, but I like DC. They 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 change up their films more. It seems you know they're they're not kind well, of. I think they realize their need to yeah. have to take some more risks. Sure, sure. Um, particularly when, you know, they, and we talked about this way back in the day that they were moving too fast yeah. to try to catch up with Marvel and, right. and that's precisely what happened. And so, you know, they've had to readjust, but sure. I know that's, uh, what the hell do we know? Yeah. What do we know? Well, <laughs> the people yeah, who go back for a second, didn't yeah. Zach have padding in his Sazam suit? I thought he did. Didn't. Yes. He did. Yep. He yeah. did. But he, he does, I mean, he has worked out, and he's not like skin and bones. It's just, yeah, I think you can kind of give it a pass because he is like, you know, a god, and, you know, it's like a kid becomes him, so I guess you can give it a pass a little bit. But, yeah, it's probably a little too bulky, but going up against The Rock, they might have to keep it that way or if they change anything. But even in the comics, the um, Shazam was always more of a beefy, muscular character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they did a 
they did a nice job kind of showing that but sure. um, yeah it's just a minor critique and it's it's yeah. totally fine i i never bought into the hatred of zachary you know zach levi playing him and thought he i thought he was a perfect casting choice uh something interesting here in the shazam sequel sinbad joined the panel and there's a good reason it's kind of it's an inside joke sort of uh you guys are probably familiar with the mandela effect right you know yeah. something's changed i guess it was one way well a lot of people think he played shazam in a 1990s film so it's kind of it's an inside joke and that's why they're including him basically it'll be interesting to see who he's going to be playing but Hey, I get a kick out of seeing old talent come back. You know, this might be a good boost for him to get other parts or whatever. I mean, he he did some fun films, and I, I was I was I was psyched to see him. That was pretty funny. I don't know if he'll be himself or not, but these movies are just crazy. So it just kind of fits right. in fits in well. But yeah, that was that was a cool delight, and did not expect that at all. I'm leaving you the Belfry as base of operations. Some of the technology is outdated, but it has the gear you need and all of my files. You've always had my back when I needed you. I know you'll keep Gotham safe. Good luck. And goodbye. Would you like to discuss Gotham Knights, Megan? So I didn't play the other Batman games at all. And I don't know that I'll play this one, but I I do watch YouTube tutorials. That's mm-hmm. well, that's how I do my gaming. So the premise of this game is basically Batman is dead. Now all of the Bat family, you've got Batgirl, Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, they're all coming together. Uh, the game allows for both co-op but also solo, and it kind of looks like. You can you can surface in and out. So like if you are solo, you can always drop in with a secondary player or drop out. The little snippet that we saw or that everybody would have saw had to do with Mr. Freeze. So you get to watch Batgirl and Robin with that. Although there was talk, well there is talk about the Court of Owls. They're also in this game. It looks freaky as as heck. I almost swore again. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, we're I think that we're explicit. You can swear oh, you damn want. Damn it, Megan. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looks really fucking creepy to me. I've never I didn't read any of the comics and I did kind of look at the comics to see how similar it was to the game, but to me the game makes it look even more creepy. Mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah so i'm it gives you that element of, of fear and so i'm super excited about that actually so i'll definitely when it does uh come out and someone does a full walkthrough of the game i will uh definitely check that out too each character you can kind of approach with their own preferred style and build but uh, based off of the level that you're at uh with the characters that you play the villains also have their own set level and they change based off of what level you're at. So you, you can kind of look at that too. Uh, that's kind of all that I got from the game right now. That's at nice. least from the little, the little bit that they released. Yeah. I really, I really liked it. I saw some of the gameplay, you know, like, yeah, I haven't, I played some of the first Arkham game, not all of it. Usually I had Joey come over and he just like played my game and I just watched, you know, I enjoy more, watching like the the game films they put together on YouTube. <laughs> so I, I probably would enjoy the game. I'm just kind of lazy that way, I guess. But yeah, the gameplay looks great. It looks very familiar, but it's more, I don't mean more cartoony, but it's very more, it's a lot more colorful, it seems. Embraces more of the, yeah. the comic look. 
And I do like the batons and the weaponry they have. Like, they all glow. <laughs> I'm like a little kid. I'm like, they glow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was really cool. And um, Rock, I think, is it Rocksteady? Is it Rockstar? Rocksteady, right? That makes the Arkham games. Rocksteady, yeah. Rocksteady. I Rockstar's did... uh, energy drink. <laughs> They should be one and the same, right? Uh, gaming fuel. Right. But yeah, I looked up the developer. I was just curious if it was the same developer. It's WB Games Montreal. So it's, I guess it's not the same, but it looks good still. I really like the um, the bat cycle she's on, the bat girl. That looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I, I don't know the rating of the game. I don't know if you found that out, Megan. I was just trying to think, should I, could my kids play this game? I wonder. I think they would enjoy it, but maybe I'd have to put on mute. <laughs> mm. I didn't give the rating on the snippet. Let me see if I can look it up. It looks like it here. could be not as yeah adult heavy. I, think I don't it know. Would be fine, but I'm. You can't ask me that question because <laughs> I'm not very conservative. So I mean, <laughs> see a rating yet? It's not set to be re- released until 2021. So out of laziness, I mean, sometimes I'll play Grand Theft Auto and my daughter will come down and I'll put it on mute because she, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, you can fly a plane and oh, <laughs> drive a car. Well. <laughs> That one I won't let Adeline do. Well, oh, so I'm too far with that. Okay, okay. Picking up no, hookers. No. Well, yes, because, <laughs> yeah. because of the hookers. Yes, Want to give exactly. the nice lady a ride, honey? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Want to give her a nice, uh, this nice lady a ride to this dark area underneath a garage. She won't get out, Dad. And then I beat her up for her money <laughs> that I just gave her. Yeah. Right. Morals. Right. <laughs> Shooting games or just live action games or things like that, I, I'm not, I'm not super conservative with that because I mean I, sure, it's very much yeah. So I I don't know, but there's no rating. I didn't see one, and and probably rightfully so because I don't. I mean, if it's not set to come out till next year, I'm yeah. sure they don't. Still working on it. Yeah. Is it? You think it's a game you'd like to have? I would. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't play it. It would frustrate me, so I'd have to watch someone play it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll be like, Joey. I have all the Arkham games, and, and they're just amazing. Yeah, they they are really good. They changed, I mean, they changed the landscape uh, for all games, and I think they were working on a Superman one, which it's a shame they haven't done one already, because there's so much you could do. Imagine flying out of Earth and going to the moon or something. I don't know. There's just so much. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. It's just too much... Uh, it's just it's unlimited, so it's probably hard to <laughs> it's hard to ground it and keep it in a budget. Who knows? But Gotham Knights, that looks pretty good, pretty good. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get ten years off your sentence. You're my dream, you're my nightmare. Life is a dream. You don't fight for Welcome, Task Force X. These are your brothers and sisters for the next few days. Uh, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn film. Says it's the biggest one he's done. It's like a 70s grim, dirty dozen type of film. Just behind the scenes footage they showed. A lot of concept art. Uh, Yeah, it looks like the costumes are amped up more. They're more colorful. I do like Harley's new look. There's lots and lots and lots of explosions going on. Nothing wrong with that. I feel like everything that I saw, things were blowing up. (laughs) Yes. They're going for camp, you can tell. And King Shark's going to be in it, which is nuts. And there's rumor the main baddie is going to be... Starro the Conqueror. He's a Justice League villain, intelligent alien yep. life form. It's like a giant starfish, right? Yeah, he's one of the, uh, I believe it might have been the first villain from the first Justice League comic. <laughs> really? Wow, they're going back. Yeah, I guess he can, um, 
the spores can they get on people's faces and take them over and then they can clone themselves like it sounds nuts like that'll be really cool i can see i I do that to people Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes (laughs) one of us but it's exciting they're just going all out for it they got polka dot man which is nuts i mean just all these crazy characters michael rooker's in it i think it's gonna be sweet yeah it looks looks damn good and i don't know if it's gonna be r or not but I'm sure it'll be better than the first Suicide Squad. Uh, I saw that with you, Steve. I think we were both kind of like, uh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I know, right? It was, it was again, one of those movies where it had just so many cool little parts. Yeah. But but as a whole, you just kind of scratching your head a little. Right. It was like a <laughs> entertaining mess, kind of. <laughs> right. Like, what did I just watch? Right. Exactly. What happened? Didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Right. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle. What did you think, Megan? Were you a fan of the uh, Suicide Squad? Or no. Suicide Squad, forgive me, not the Suicide Squad. That's what this is. But No, I kind of like what you guys said. I kind of just left. It, it just, there were a lot of open endings to me. Yeah. And then it was over. Right. It was just edited sloppy and it was just crazy. The story didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I just thought, what? Yeah, it was all over the place, just like a big misdirect. I did like seeing Will Smith. He was kind of like the color was good. The what? I like the neon. The color. I like the neon colors. Oh yeah, I did so. too. Yeah, I thought the artwork was great in the whole direction there. But yeah, just what a missed opportunity. And I think this will be something different. But I think it'll get a lot of people back. You know, we were talking about the um, BVS extended version. There is actually an extended version of Suicide Squad, which is better. But there is hope that, you know, since Snyder got his chance to finish his film, that maybe David Ayer will be able to finish his Suicide Squad properly. So we'll see. Maybe maybe if this Justice League is a big success, which I, I'm sure it's going to be, maybe we can get that. That'd be really nice because I think that could have been something really cool. You know, it was like the first villain team movie, basically, for superheroes. Right. Paved the way there. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But. I'd like to see the same cast, but just just yep. do it over. Right, <laughs> just do do over. You want to see and, Jared Leto again? You want to see that? Um, I don't think I saw enough of him to judge. Yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. And when there's a movie that's edited that shittily, I don't know that I blame him a lot. Well, they yeah, filmed they said. filmed a lot of him too, a lot. They said, and he was just coming off winning Oscars, so I'm sure, you know, he signed on to do a lot more than what was put out there. So, yeah, maybe he did a decent job. I don't know. And I don't know either. I mean, I, I like the cast. I just say scrap it and just yeah. do another movie, another story. And just do it right this time. I think that's why they call this one The Suicide Squad, because they're just kind of like <laughs> rebooting in a way, but they're still having the same, some of the same cast come back. So it's kind of like a do-over. Uh-huh. It's kind of a do-over without saying it's a do-over probably. <laughs> right. I don't know. Didn't The Rock and his little, or not The Rock, wow, that's the other wrestler. Um, what's that guy's name? He's oh, John wrestler. Cena. Thank you. John yes. Did he say that, you know, he was told to just play a douchey yeah. Captain America? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know. His, that was funny. Though. I can't think of his character offhand. Do you recall what it is, Steve? I don't, to be honest with you, no. Oh. But the costume is terrible. So <laughs> yeah. <it's> just... <laughs> Yeah, it looks and cool. I think it's supposed to be. I don't know. I don't oh, know yeah. about that. It's they're going all in, I think, on the camp. Like they're really trying to embrace it. And yeah, they got like a weasel the weasel. 
That's <laughs> played by Sean Gunn, who's who's done the motion cap for Rocket Raccoon. That looks like a crazy character. Like, yeah, they're just it's just it looks like it's just a bunch of fun, really. You know, I don't know if it is going to be much to do with the shared universe or not, but it looks it looks fun. It looks fun. I am a passenger. I am moving through your dreams. All your dreams. And you never knew. Uh, the Sandman, Megan. Tell us about yep. that. Uh, just from what they showed on the uh, fandom, they talked a lot about the Sandman Audible version that was done by Dirk, who has the best name, Dirk, I who would love that name, Mags. <laughs> Dirk uh, Mags. Dirk Mags. And he has the hair to boot, too, so that was also... Nice. He's definitely you, living in the 80s. You have to. You have to. I loved it. I, I would be friends with him. He, had, he looks like he has the best personality. So they got uh, a full cast. Uh, James McAvoy, who plays Sandman. Michael Sheen, who's going to... Um, I shouldn't say play voice Lucifer, Kate Dennings as death. Um, and it's being narrated by Neil himself. Wow. Uh, I think it's out already. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. I haven't listened to it. I don't know a whole lot about Sandman. That's more, um, Steve's category. That's just when I started. I mean, I just tuned in to watch. Sure. And then, um, they also very briefly mentioned something about a Netflix series, which a lot of people are excited about. I didn't know anything about it, but they didn't talk a whole lot because they haven't they haven't done anything with it since covid hit they said that they were mostly focusing on perfecting the writing sure so i don't really know what that show is going to be about if that, anybody knows that's something though let me know. that's something yeah i know yeah, just... i'm not sure to be honest with you on the netflix side of it i do know that um whatever they do i'm excited about it i mean the sandman is one of the most critically acclaimed comics of all time um it, kind of founded the DC vertigo imprint, very adult oriented storylines. Sandman himself is dream is, is one of his names, Morpheus. Yes. He's, uh, uh, you know, he's in charge of the whole dream world. And, and so, you know, like his sister is death, you know, he has, there's delirium. There is just, there's so many cool aspects to this thing and it's very smart well-written comics and uh neil he's just that, that guy's unreal that's crazy. yeah i was just doing a little research on it and yeah i was like wait a minute sandman is a dream like i'm like what the hell kind of like i just well, felt like it was going to the matrix right? it's just so it's so out there is that where yeah. the song came from or did he de- or did he take that from the song I don't know, you know. Oh, Mister Sandman or whatever. No, well, that was that. Yeah, that was way, 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 way before even my time, sweetheart. But um, <laughs> so maybe. There's a, <laughs> well, there's um, I, there was a there was a golden age character back in the '40s in DC named the Sandman. It did. It was a different character. Okay. Um, but this is just kind of a his take you know, on a whole new fresh thing, just using the name. I want to say the Sandman, uh, Neil Gaiman's version came out in 1987, if I'm not mistaken. If someone wants to fact check me on that, I'd appreciate it. 
Yeah, I know Joseph Gordon-Levitt was going to try to play him in a film, and I just never came to be. But it sounds like this Audible show they have is going to be pretty damn good, or is good. It's, yeah, I'm it's excited. Out. Yeah, I, I think you have to pay for it, but it sounds like it would be worth it. Here it says 89. Oh, okay. 89, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And was that received pretty well, Steve, at that time? Yeah, it-, it was actually a pretty big deal, um, and it remained a big deal throughout the entire run. The trade paperbacks are all available. The very first one, the compilation for his stories are called Preludes and Nocturnes. If anyone is interested in just really smart, well-written comics, I would absolutely recommend getting that first trade paperback. And then if you like it, you know, knock the rest of them out in order. But uh, it was really good stuff. Nice. So uh, Neil had mentioned that when he was brought on to do the comic, you only get seven or eight issues. And so he'd only planned to write eight and then, then he thought he would be done, but it was so well perceived that they just continue. He just continued writing after that. He wasn't yeah. canceled. Damn. Yeah. And when, when they did finally stop, it was, you know, it was more his decision. It wasn't a, you know, it finally got canceled. It was just, you know, he was done. They don't have any existing issues right now. Like new issues. It's just all, it's all been done basically, or. Or just yeah, one. it's all pretty much done. Every now and then he'll come back and he'll do something, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just more one-off type thing. Sweet, yep. Um, and one of the most popular characters to come out of Sandman comic universe was, uh, well, two characters, Death, his sister, fascinating, unreal. Uh, it, there's a trade paperback called Death, The High Cost of Living. I can never recommend that enough. And then... um lucifer of the tv series i don't know oh really heard of that maybe but, i watch it yep i've heard yeah, of it that, yeah and that, i know it's that comes from the sandman universe holy it's, shit uh, i wondered i wondered about that because they did mention in one of the episodes the, this killer that they're looking for they refer to him as the sandman yeah and i never and i thought okay maybe this is the netflix show that they're talking about oh that would be then, really cool set up but then they they said it wasn't out yet. So I then I was like, oh, I need to talk to somebody about this because I didn't. His name is Lucifer Morningstar, and they've got a lot of the. Although in in this series he's a detective, and I don't know how that plays out at all. But um, that'd be a great way in yeah. though to Sandman. They do they do mention the Sandman, which I don't. I still don't think we've figured out who he is or what he is. Um, yeah, I think in the TV show it's more of just a, a like a nod. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's uh, yeah, that's where the character came from. And, uh, uh, well, I mean, clearly Lucifer has been around for a long time uh, yeah. as a character. But, sure. I mean, from the comic universe, yeah, that's right. where they uh, they came up with the whole thing. It's really – and then the Lucifer comics themselves, they're great. Um, it's not quite the same as the series. The series itself on TV is very standalone but does follow some of the um, – kind of precepts from the comics. So sure. That's a, uh, you know, he's really crafted uh, an insanely just gorgeous little universe of his own in, in the DC world. Well, I don't know if you heard any clips from the audible, the Sandman, but it sounded pretty damn cool. Like everything's just top notch, you know, the production value and yeah, I don't, I don't know how many parts the series is, but I imagine you'll probably be on that soon, Steve. Yeah, I will absolutely be on that soon. I don't know if you've listened to other audible or not audible, but audio dramas they've done of heroes, but they did a, they did two of them for Wolverine, which are, I listened to the first one. It was pretty damn good, but they're both called 
the long night and the lost trail. And as far as I know, DC, they're getting all into this. So the Sandman is just the beginning and they're going to do other, you know, like Batman, of course, and other characters, but I'm excited for it. I am curious to check it out. I'm sure it's just mind blowing. You know, it's trippy as hell. The only ones I've ever heard are um, like Star Trek or Star Wars ones. Oh, sure. Sure. You have to tell me which ones because I (laughs) need to go out there and check them out. I do like I do like audio dramas though I do I like them a lot but um yeah I hope to I hope for us to do some eventually just have to write it well, up yeah and when you're my age and you grew up in the golden age of radio before there was television <laughs> the shadow <laughs> right which we'll probably go back to radio in a minute so that's yeah, just the next literally. thing right <laughs> the Flash starring Ezra Miller Michael Keaton Ben Affleck this was the big Breaking news weeks back, Keaton signing on again. It, you know, would he would he do it or not? And yeah, he it's confirmed he is back, and so is Affleck. It's embracing the multiverse, so it's gonna have a lot of flashpoint paradox parts to it. This is huge. I never thought Keaton would return. I know a lot of us thought he'd do like a Batman Beyond movie, but I'm I'm really excited for him to return. Uh, I'm sure both of you are are the same. I am. I don't know if Megan's still alive, but I, uh, I can't wait. She's speechless. She's like, he's back. The chosen she's one's so, back. So excited. She can't even talk. I'm super ecstatic. I can't wait. No, but yeah, this is huge. Keaton, he hasn't been back since Batman Returns, which is 92. And yeah, he, he defined Batman in, in the cinema. You know, it's, it's iconic. Joey always undermines me, but it's fun. He's not here though, so it's right. <laughs> no, it's so cool. Proving that... my point now. <laughs> it's go cool. so cool to see the concept art though. They showed Keaton in the suit. Looks like the classic suit we know. So it makes me wonder if they're gonna DH him. Because you would think if he's an older Batman, he would have a different suit by now. Or maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they're gonna DH him for whatever world he's in? Or they'll just just embrace what he looks like now, which is fine. Um, I'd like to see him as the older Batman. Yeah. Yeah, that'd he's be cool. He's not a bad-looking old man, so I mean... No, he's not. He's not. And he still he can still pull it off. I'm sure he, he'd Agreed. be even, even better. But yeah, him fighting alongside the Flash looks badass. And the Flash has a new suit. It's like sleeker. You don't see too much of it. It's just concept. But yeah, it looks like it's more comic book fitting. It's got the classic lightning bolts on the sides of his head. And I guess Bruce Wayne gives it to him. I don't know which Bruce Wayne though. Nobody knows, but yeah. What'd you think of the concept art? Did you did you dig it? Oh hell yeah! It looks fucking sweet. Yeah. I didn't see it, but it's all right. It's just like two pieces, I think. <laughs> I'm <laughs> looking now. <laughs> I didn't see it, but it's probably fine. <laughs> said said the last Warner Brother exec. <laughs> right, exactly. Stamp. They should hire me on their board. I mean, I obviously make the best decisions. Clearly. Clearly. Um, <laughs> Someone will have to send it to me because there's like a yeah. million different comics. No, it's fine. It looks at. great. I mean, trust. Yeah, just trust us. It looks great. Looks great. And it's I just... really hope it's not this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably is. Whoops. Oh God. <laughs> like a GI Joe with burnt hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't See, think. I, I don't think that's it. This stuff. You should post this on for everyone to see when they watch it because. Is that is that it? No. Okay. No. That's like that's terrible. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think that would scare children away. 
<laughs> Jesus, what is that? Maybe he shouldn't come back. It's cool concept art. It looks great. It's obviously early stages, but yeah, his new suit looks a lot better. A lot better. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm pumped and it's gonna be a while, but <laughs> we'll get it eventually. So static, if you wanna if you're able to cover that real quick, Steve, or any comics. Static shock. I know they're um relaunching the milestone universe with dc sweet uh which focused uh heavily on african-american heroes and nice static shock was one of the most popular characters out of that whole group and i, I don't have a ton of detail surrounding it but i am excited to kind of see where it goes sure um i know at the time it was excellent so you know we'll see but i uh you know dc's made a lot of cuts recently and had some layoffs um you know covid19 you know, employment and, and just the way things yeah. are. Uh, there's not a lot of people spending money on disposable things. Sure. With the exception of myself, because, you know, I'm a moron. But, um, just buy for all of us. It's okay. <laughs> right. There you go. And then, <laughs> and so, you know, you get comics like Sta- uh, Young Justice, which was canceled recently. Um, Brian Michael Bendis had uh, really created a really cool little deal there, and, and, and now it's getting canceled. So that's unfortunate. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I am. Um, next show, I'll have some uh, reviews and some other things that I'm reading. But sure, you know, right now it's just it's been a lot of, um, well, you know, a lot of cuts to to DC, uh, for example, and it's it's just too bad. You know, it's sad to see. Right. Yeah, Bendis just joined them, didn't he? Like a year or two yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, he just signed exclusive uh, this just this last year. Damn. Maybe for about a year now, a year and a half. I don't know, but it's been it's been a little bit, but. Uh, you know, they, they really centered a lot of their creative um, vision uh, towards towards him. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that's not a um, sign of, you know, some sort of relationship issue with him. Sure. I don't think that it is. I think it's just more of an economic thing with uh, COVID. So, yeah, maybe they'll do some crossovers or something. I don't know. That's damn. That does suck, man. Ugh. I know this whole thing just. Yeah, that really sucks. <clears throat> Especially with like the cinema, you know. Luckily, you know, we got the new mutants just came out and Bill and Ted face the music. That's uh those are kind of the two that I want to see. New mutants have been shelled for years, you know, and I know you can I think you can go to the theaters around here if you want to risk it, or you can rent them, but it costs like twenty bucks to rent a new movie online. And I, I don't mind doing that, but I mean I, I still like seeing things on a big screen. You I know, know what I mean? It's- I know. Which is why we need cinemas, you know. Like I keep saying, uh, submit that form to save your cinema because they'll get they'll get money from the Restart Act and it can cover expenses, you know, that they've uh, they've suffered from not uh, having you know a lot of business. But yeah, I know it's uh, it does suck, but I do really want to see Bill and Ted. <laughs> but it's twenty bucks. But I guess you can see it. You can see it all you want in twenty four hour period. So I guess it's worth it then. But yeah, it does suck not. Well, yeah, and if you're taking you and your wife, yeah. it's twenty bucks anyway. Right, of course. So it's not like yeah, you know, like the whole we talked about last time on the show, Mulan. You know, that's thirty bucks. But yeah, if you take a full family to the theater, you're gonna pay <laughs> eighty bucks. Probably pay way more than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they want to eat. You know, <laughs> unless you're like just wait. <laughs> Here's a cracker. Like, you know, and, and Mulan's one I wish I could see in the theater, you know. So I mean, yeah, I know, and it it should be seen in the theater. I think for for its scale and everything. And unfortunately, right. it's just 
it just sucks. But I mean, at least you have that option. And with TVs these days, a lot of us have bigger screens than we did in the past. So that, that helps. But yeah, I, I ultimately want to see an IMAX or a big screen with good surround sound and all, all the fixings of, you know, popcorn and stuff. New Mutants is getting a lot of bad reactions, which is not surprising. I guess they misspelled one of the creators <laughs> in the credits. Um, oh, geez. It's the last one anyway of the Fox brand, so even if it was a hit, I don't think they could... Disney's not going to do any more with it, so I guess it's nice that it's out. I, I don't know. Mostly bad reviews I'm seeing, which sucks because I do think the trailers look pretty damn cool. Um, but it's a trailer, of course. So I, I've heard a lot of positiveness about Bill and Ted face the music. You know, it's been like 30 years since Bogus Journey. I don't know if you were a big fan of Bill and Ted, both you. I honestly was not a huge Bill and Ted guy. No. Oh, okay. I, mean, I didn't dislike it. I just, yeah. I saw the first one. It was fine. I it, never saw the second one. Yeah. Second one's very different, but yeah, it's, uh, it's trippy. If you like the Sandman, they go to hell. So there's kind of that. Spoiler. I know it's from 91, but spoiler. <laughs> I can yeah. go to Costco and go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. And so will your bank account. <laughs> right, yeah. Why do I need this? <laughs> 5,000 uh, socks. <laughs> I got one thing I want to add here yeah. for uh, upcoming news. I'm sure we'll talk about it as they get released, but Netflix is, I feel like is doing big things. They've got a couple of big movies coming out, or at least I feel like they are one of them being the devil, uh, the devil all the time. And then the other one, which is Enola Holmes. Yeah, that looks Enola good. Holmes. Yep. Both set to be released in September on Netflix. They've got a big cast, a big British cast on both of uh, those movies. If you take a look at that. Sure. So. Who's playing Sherlock Holmes, um, Megan? I don't know. Henry. Uh, yes. Henry Cavill. Um, but it's also got um, um, Helen, I can never pronounce her name. Oh, Carter. Carter. Bo- 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 Carter. Yep, she's in that. Um, Sam Clayton, who I know him from a, a different movie uh, with the one with uh, um, Emma Clark. Uh, he was in the, it's a, oh. it's a romantic movie. Oh, sure, sure. Can't think of the name, but. Yep. Um, that looks and then good. The other movie, which is The Devil All the Time, has also got Robert Pattinson in it, but it also has Tom Holland. That looks good. Well. Yeah. Yes. Holy crap. Um, that looks good. Yep. So big, uh, big, I refer to it as a big British cast, but all um, <laughs> Southern. At least in this one. Yeah, southern they're, they're gents. Very southern. Yeah. And it's yeah. dark as hell. It's like. Yes. They don't care if Disney uh, pays for some of their stuff or Warner Brothers. They, they go all in because you got um, you got Winter Soldier. Uh, what's his face? I forgot his name. Shit, Sebastian Stan. He's in it too. Yeah. Yep. He's probably the only American in the cast, but man, that looks like it looks like a good film. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that one's set to come out on September 16th, and then of course the other one's set to come out uh, September 23rd, I think maybe. Cool. Um, I'll double, yep, September 23rd. So I'm sure we'll talk about it, but if you didn't Absolutely. know, now you know. Um, make sure you, you check those out because I have a feeling they'll be pretty big. Yeah, definitely we'll be tackling those for sure. And yeah, Nola Holmes, I could see that being a family film for for anyone, and that's great. That introduces the more characters to uh, to kids, and 
everybody else. But yeah, a lot of great content. Of course, yeah, see what you can in the theater or not um, at your own risk. But yeah, I hope to maybe review Bill and Ted soon. I'll make Steve sit in with that. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I didn't hate it. I just no, I, yeah, I just, yeah, you know. yeah. They're um, I thought they were good films. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I want to pay 20 bucks to see the third one, but I kind of want to support too. So it's tough. It really is. But at least there's some new content. And yet, like you said, Netflix, there's a lot coming. So yeah, we'll be tackling, tackling thoughts on that. And uh, hopefully Steve will watch the boys soon. We can get his thoughts on that. That's the Amazon prime show. It's pretty damn good. I've seen a few episodes, but I've heard nothing but good things about that. Yeah, it's top notch. And I think season two's almost out. Or also, I said this last time I think on the show, but if you have um if you have DC Universe, which is kinda of, it's kinda of becoming HBO Max. Everything's going over to HBO Max, all the DC stuff basically. But I don't know if you guys seen the Harley Quinn cartoon. Really good. Yes. <laughs> you seen it? Yeah, I have. Oh uh, my what do your girls think God. of it? <laughs> <laughs> they want to see it, but I'm like, nope, you cannot see this. I'm sure they do. Oh my god, it's so hilarious to call have Joker call Riddler an asshole or something. Oh god, he's like, what's this asshole doing here? Yeah, uh, Megan, have you seen it at all? You'd love it. No, I haven't. You'd love it's it. It's up your alley. It's very oh my adult. god, I haven't seen season two yet, but I'm on season one. Have you seen all of them, Steve? I've seen the first whole season. Yeah. Just started season two. <laughs> I, I'm laughing out loud watching it. I'm not kidding. It's it's funny as hell. They just go for it. They don't care. Yeah. It's rated R, pretty much. It's a hard R. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, Megan, she's going to be watching it now because we said that. She's like, oh, I'm on it. Right? No, I can't watch it. I'm too conservative. <laughs> you sure are. That's not very lady like. I did start the Umbrella Academy, though. That's, that's pretty good. The first or second or both? Uh, I'm only on the first. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. That's on my list. I, Steve, have you seen the Umbrella Academy? I've not. You won't think that you'll like it, but you will. It's it's just, it's really really good. I think Klaus is one of my favorite characters so far. I saw the intro to season two. I think they put that online. He's like, uh, I hear is really good. By yeah. the way, I've heard, I've seen lots of people get on Facebook being like, "Wow, that was amazing for season two. So I'm excited. I, I'm not familiar with the the comic, I believe, or graphic novel it's based off. Uh, uh, are you are you aware of that, Steve? The material, the source material, at all? I'm not. No. I think it's one of those. Yeah, it's kind of like a cult following. But yeah, I heard the show is really good. And were it's you a fr- new one? Yeah, it's written by Gerard Way. And Ooh. I only know that because I'm such a huge My Chemical Romance fan. Okay, yeah. So, so it's know? like, uh, when did he make it? Was it like early 2000s or so when he became popular for from his band? Or is it recent? So prior to him being in this band, uh, Gerard's Way's first love was always uh, comic book writing or just comic books in general. Nice. And he was actually... If, if you ever listen to a story or ever do any research, he was actually on his way to New York on September 11th mm. to show some of his work. Um, wow. And then that's kind of how the band came about shortly after that. So he's always been in the sure. comic world. He's always been wanting to do that. But I think him being in the band and that band being so successful gave him a foot in the mm-hmm. comics. I think I think he would describe as his first love. That's cool. Um, so but I, I don't know for sure. 
when the series actually started, I'd have to look. I think it's recent. I think it was a year or two ago, and then season two just came out, I believe. It's on my list, like many other things. It's just, it's hard to find the time sometimes, you know, especially when you have kiddos, you know, and things like that. But yeah, I definitely want to check it out. 2007 was the publication. Oh, the publication. Yes. Okay. Okay. 2007. Mm -hmm. So yeah, fairly, fairly after he became famous for his band, I take it. Right. Nice. Right. Nice. Well, that's great. Great for him to do that. And I, I assume yeah, he's... Megan was like four years old then. <laughs> oh, God. That makes me feel um, old. You know what? I graduated <laughs> in high school in 2006. So, no. Oh, okay. My bad. So, she was a genius and she I went was to like college early. riding the emo wave at that point in time. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, so this was like right up your alley. You're like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see. I see. That's that's great. I assume he, he's an executive producer on the show. I don't know if you know that, but I'm sure he's involved somehow, some way. It's his, it's his baby, so that's he is. Cool. I just don't know what role sure. he plays. Um, sure, yeah, but he is involved. Yeah, well, I got yeah, I got to check that out for sure. So, all right, well, yeah, we will get into that more next time. That's all I have, guys. Do you guys have anything else you want to tackle? No, sir. All right, well, thank you so much. Um, we'll be back, everyone. You guys take care. I'm Josh. I'm Megan. I'm Steve. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>